Over the last couple of months, my sister and I have started this new routine um, of trying to do 5K races. She has been, she's been a runner for a while now, um, about two years or so, she's been running pretty regularly. And as a way of, uh, I think, trying to save her brother from an early um, nap, let's say, uh, she's saying, okay, look, I want you to come run with me. So to get kind of moving and things like that, we've done a few different races. So two months ago, we did the Saints race in New Orleans. Starts downtown, kind of runs around, ended in the Superdome. It was a really good day. Two weeks ago, we did the Warrior Dash, which was great. We, uh, we were covered head to toe in mud. Um, it was a lot of fun, though. We had, a, we had a really good day, and it was her birthday. And then yesterday, we did another race. Um, it started at Golden Motors. It was a 5K uh, raising money for cystic fibrosis. Um, for research and, and things. Uh, it was a beautiful, it was a great time. Cold, but fun. And uh, my sister, being, the, being the, the girl that she is, decided, she said, look, I'm not gonna run it for a time. I'm gonna run with you. Because she knew that the second that she took off and was out of sight, I was gonna walk. <laughs> so she said, I'm gonna run it with you and I'm gonna keep you motivated to keep running. So we ran from Golden Motors down around, we passed in front of the church. When we passed in front of the church, of course, Father Greg was out in the front steps of the church waving. He had asked a few people that were much, much further ahead of us where I was, and they kept saying, behind me, behind me, behind me. He was waiting for me for a while. Um, but when we passed, he said, he, he was smiling, waving. My sister looks at him and says, I got him, I, I, I'm gonna run him until he's skinny. And Father Greg said, you better keep going until Tuesday. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> but it was a really good time. Uh, it was a really good day. We go, we, we're coming back. And as we were nearing the finish line, it was about 25, 30 yards away, we started to kind of stride and put the last little bit of energy that I had, she had plenty left, um, started to kind of pick up our pace just to, to make the pictures look good. And as I glanced over, I saw her kind of smiling, trying to like get the right pose for her picture as we come across the finish line. So what I did was, is I sprinted ahead. <laughs> so technically, my sister, who's 150 pounds lighter than me and runs pretty much daily, lost to me in a 5K yesterday. So, <laughs> but that sibling rivalry kind of came out. And that, that's been in our family for years. She's six years older than me. Um, and we used to, we used to have fun as kids, but I was the perfect age younger that I would aggravate her and antagonize her. My mom, being the wise woman that she was, um, she made a point that when we would fight, she would split us up. And then her, one of her famous lines to us was, I don't really care if you like each other, but you're going to love each other. So we had to make up by the awkward hug that neither one of us wanted to do after a certain amount of time in, prison, in the prison of our rooms. But that, that phrase that my mom would say, the older I got, the more I realized it's true. It doesn't matter how much I like her at a certain time. I needed to love my sister. It doesn't matter how often, it doesn't matter how much we like people a lot of times. 
but we need to love. Today, Jesus, when he's talking about love, we need to remember that love is more than just some kind of a feeling. It's a choice. It's an action. It's something that we do. We don't have to feel like loving, but we can still love. We can still go that extra step. In today's scripture, there's a lawyer who's a Pharisee that comes up. He's a, he's a scholar of the law. He knows, I can ask a question that's going to catch Jesus. And he says, so, what is the greatest of all the commandments? And Jesus answers him in a very profound way. He doesn't answer with some kind of, well, you know, it could be number one or number two or number ten. He doesn't give a specific one. Jesus answers in a very Jewish way. See, the words he says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. When Jesus says this, he's not just giving something off the cuff. He's answering the Pharisee's question with Scripture. He's answering the Pharisee's question with a quote from the book of Deuteronomy that every single Jew would have known. So he makes a point to point out, you're trying to trap me, but I can, I, I can answer you in a way that's a very Jewish way, but it's a very holistic way as well. Because loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and all your mind, that's the first three commandments wrapped up into one sentence. Loving your neighbor as yourself, that's the last seven wrapped up into one statement. See, Jesus answers it in a way by quoting Scripture that any Jew would have knew exactly what he was talking about. In fact, today, if you would be to walk into an Orthodox Jewish person's house, on the doorpost, you may see a little, a little box. And in that box is this Scripture from Deuteronomy rolled up and placed as a sign of remembering when they leave and when they come home that this is the greatest commandment, the greatest way to honor Yahweh, the greatest way to honor God. Now for us, I ask the question, because sometimes when we hear these kind of very familiar scriptures, right? Love the Lord your God with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your heart. Love your neighbor as yourself. It's, a very, it's something that we've probably been hearing since we were in catechism as a, young, as a young person. And it's been kind of repeated ad nauseum to us at different times in our lives. But I ask a very simple question. Do we do it? Because it's easy to think, oh yeah, I love God. I love God the way that I'm supposed to. But I, I offer that as an examination. Do we really? Like each day, are we in communication with God? Each day, do we carve out some time of prayer where we actually raise our mind and our heart to God? Or is it something that we put off and put off and put off until 
the day got away from me and I couldn't pray. I know at times, I'll, I'm guilty of this at times, where I'll be in a meeting and I'll see a phone call come from my mom, my dad, family member, somebody, and I'll reject the call. And I'll just say, look, I'm going to call them back after this meeting. But then the next thing happens, and 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 I go to bed still with that missed call. Do we put God on hold? Or do we actively love? Do we actively reach out to God daily in prayer? Likewise, the second, do we love our neighbors as ourselves? Like, do we love those people that we come in contact with each day? Martin Luther King once said that our society, one of the problems, is that we've shifted to being a task-oriented society as opposed to a people-oriented society. A lot of times we get caught up in what are we doing, the different things that we have to do throughout the day. I gotta go to Walmart, I gotta go to work, I gotta go to school, I've gotta get the kids dinner ready, I've gotta get them in bed. And finally, by the end of the day, everything has been a checklist of tasks without any connection with people. Do we actively, not passively, actively love the people that we're around each day? Like, are we in community with people? Do we ask people how they're doing and actually care about their response? See, these two questions, I think, are just a way for us to examine ourselves. And, and very, very bluntly, just to, to kind of have a, have a moment of, am I doing what Jesus is asking? Am I doing what has been asked of me since I was a child? Am I loving God and loving my neighbor? Today, when we come to the celebration of this Mass, when we join together as a parish family, we live these two out, these two commandments out, in a more profound way than you could ever imagine. See, when the church collects together on Sunday for Mass, we don't collect as a bunch of islands who just happen to come together. We collect as a community. We collect as one family, as a body of Christ. We come together and we share in the joys, in the sorrows, in the pains of those around us. We actively love those people around us. And as a community, we offer all that we are together to the Lord. As a community, we come and we offer our praise and our love to a God who has given us so much. So today, we live this out by just being here at Mass. By actively participating in the liturgy, by actively offering ourselves by being in community with those next to us. It's a beautiful expression of this, the greatest commandments. And we offer our love to God, where we lift up our hearts, our souls, our minds, 
to receive graces from him here in this Mass, in every Mass. My mom was wise in saying, I don't care if you like each other, you're going to love each other. I think God responds to us. I, I really don't care if all the time you like me, but please love me. I don't think, I, he doesn't, I, I'll be honest, I don't think God looks down and says, I don't really care if you like that aunt who loves to be controversial, or if you like that coworker who's a pain in your neck, or if you like that student that's kind of awkward. All I'm asking you to do is love them. When we're, when we're living out our Christian vocation, when we're living out our life of holiness, when we're truly being Catholic outside the church, this is our mission statement. To love God daily. And to reach out and love those around us in a deep and profound way. I don't think it matters if we like each other. But if we're going to call ourselves Christian, we need to love one another.